0: Hey guys, and welcome to Dear Baddest Bee, the podcast with your host Nkem. How are you all doing today? I'm feeling great. Please excuse my outfit. I am very much barbied up. No, no, no. She's given she's given Ariel. She keeps telling me I'm giving Ariel. I am barbied up. It's, it's the green. It's the green that gives me Ariel. <laughs> because we're going to see Barbie tonight, which you'll see a video on later today. So don't worry about it. I am joined in the studio for episode three with my first official guest. Shout out to my, drum roll please. <laughs> sister penelope for Hi. joining me today on the Ooh, podcast I'm how are you feeling i'm feeling nervous i've never done this before right in front of a camera so i'm a bit camera shy but hopefully i'll be like no you'll start pop, up. Out. Don't worry. pop out don't worry don't worry okay. don't worry okay i think everything we're going to talk about is going to get you loose i hope i don't cry because i've got I, this took a long time to put makeup on because i'm still <laughs> i'm still learning how to do that we've got we've both got i can't let you i've got good makeup i was on the way here and it was raining and i was like please, do, please don't please don't leak i was i was putting my matte spray on your lovely. matte spray you got a setting spray? Yeah. we got seven years difference and she's got a setting spray. I don't have no setting spray. No. No, I don't use that. I know that it will be much easier if we do an icebreaker first. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. And my icebreaker question to you, Penelope. What is: If you could have any superpower. Oh my days. This question. I love this question. Okay, this question. Because I'm a lazy bum, first one would be teleportation. No 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 portals. I can make portals. Make portals. Bing-bong. Yeah, I feel like that's better than teleporting. Yeah, good. Because like I can portals. actually bring stuff with me. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so lazy. I know. And but the thing is, I, I don't want to look like those humans from Raleigh. I don't like. You know. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I d- I feel like I might end up at like them. But oh, oh well. How about you? I mean, with you running in your room for exercise. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> That, Actually, was, that was a jump. That was a jump. Listen, I don't can't tell you how many times I've walked into Penny's room and she's just running in the spot. Guys, it's for maladaptive daydreaming. That's what it's called. Adaptive daydreaming. Maladaptive. maladaptive. So daydreaming. I'm about old, and that's why I do it. Like I pace up and down. I walk around Even then, even our little sister does that. <laughs> she's judging me, but I know something no, out there. Listen, to it. each to their own. In it, man doesn't maladaptive daydream, but it's all good for me i stand by what i say it's going to be telepathy and telekinesis. Really? Yeah, I, I love like it. that's so annoying i don't want to be hearing everyone's thoughts i love and that. it like it like warps your perception of them because what was if like one time they're just like oh my god they're so they're so annoying but they don't actually mean that but then you've now got this that's okay i'll just deal with that like i can't no, like, yeah i'll You're deal be offended. with that No, I won't be offended. it's your thoughts can't help it in it yeah, but I know, but like, you, can you switch it on and off? I can switch it on and off. Okay, so I was say I don't want to I'd get be strong to chat enough chat. to like shut. Strong out. enough, yeah, like shielding, like oh, like Bella in Twilight. Oh god, when she could she chose, like, No, no, you chose you chose the worst. When she could uh, put like an actual shield up. Twilight was awful. No, it was actually it was good, but like it was awful. No, it was good. I don't yeah. care. It's just a bit cringe. I feel like but, that's the. Point, I don't though. know, but like every time I watch a movie, she's always like yeah i get always that. blinking her eyes her her acting was very monotone it felt like even in even in happy you could put picture her sad yeah and it was quite yeah on today's episode episode three penny and i are going to be very much having a sibling talk sibling. we're gonna open up about things that we haven't necessarily spoken about before and i'm going to give you some context so i am the oldest of three of three of us and i'm 24 penny who is 17 and about to be 18 whoop whoop oh. and then our youngest sister who is 14 one of the contexts that you may have gotten from my last episode is that i lived with my mom growing up i didn't live with my dad my siblings are my half siblings that's from so my dad's weird side. to say that's so weird to say because i because i never viewed you as a half sibling you know there's people like oh that's my step sibling oh that's my half sibling because people kind you of that. consider them semi the same yeah never said that never in my life have i been like oh she's a bit different to us (laughs) she's she's not one of us she's literally always been the sister Sister. the older Older sister sister. not the older half sister always the big sister no i get that and so but i don't i don't think as a conversation we've ever actually spoken about that quite so frankly but yeah so i we are half siblings again I'm the same I actually never felt like that growing up even though some people like to say step in half I've never presented myself as them and I think it makes it easier because my mum never treated you guys like half siblings at least in me because I know she's only met you a couple of times but even at home you know your sisters like it was never your half sisters I think we have to congratulate our parents because normally it's the parents who make that divide yeah like you always see messy in messy families it's because it's often the different parent you know there's the same parent and different parent normally it's different parents who are bickering with each other because they're against each other but with us maybe that happened in the beginning no that did that did happen but I I don't remember that because I was too small there was some messy domestics that yeah I I heard a bit of a bit of um spitting yeah it it was hella messy in the beginning to be fair it's not quite it was never quite so clean cut but I just think over time our little sister's calling that's unfortunate for her isn't it little siblings so the way i've set up this episode for today is that's the stuff we're going to talk about but i am letting penny lead with some questions that she's going to ask me and then i'm going to let myself lead and i've got a couple of questions for penny too but overall as i've said before this is a transparent space for open honesty to talk about whatever comes up raw controversial there may be a few tears i have no (laughs) idea but we hope you enjoy (laughs) So with my first question, I'm looking through my list of questions because some of them are deep and I don't want to like dive into that. So maybe I'll just do, um, what would you say is your greatest flaw in friendships? And I'll start with me first of to give some context because I would say my greatest flaw. Mm. Okay, I feel like I have two. My greatest flaw is that I feel like I am too loyal. And now people okay. are like, people are like, oh, that's not a flaw. That's good. But I feel like in some scenarios, it's very bad. In the sense that I would jump to protect my friend without knowing the full context of the situation. Like I would stick up for them and they may not speak up for themselves. And I think I would go too much with it because I'm like, I, I love my friends so much and I just don't want them to be hurt. So then when something happens, I'm like, The soldier on the front, like, "Ah, the friend is behind, the friend is behind. They're doing not nothing, but they're not as active. And then what's happened to me is that in scenarios, when that's happened, they won't be friends and I would be on my friend's side. And then after, like, a time passes, they become friends again. So now it's awkward between me and this person, but those two are friends again. And it's just like, and I'm learning to step back now not to always put I don't need to put myself in other people's business yeah all the time I just need to step back because no, it makes me look like I'm the like I said the person on the front line shooting everybody the down bad guy. when yeah the bad guy when I'm trying I'm just trying to help my friend but I don't do it in the right way I would say so I'd guess that's my another flaw so I would say I'm too aggressive with it but I don't know. It just stems. I'm like, I love this person so much. How could anyone say this to this person? You're gonna be shot down. No, like and it. I get that. But I always see, I always see that as your one of your biggest and best characteristics. Granted, too far sometimes. <laughs> but listen, loyalty comes few and far be- between at the moment. For me, I'd say that my biggest flaw is probably that I can be really dismissive and isolating (laughs) no I've gotten better at that but I will say (laughs) in my past in relationships in general my initial reaction to some to conflict is shut down and like think the worst of the worst and just want to be alone and it's weird because my biggest love language is probably quality time like I want to be with people but my initial response to being I don't want to say treated badly because conflict can come from anything it can be from me treating someone badly too is to shut down straight away and I think in the past where it ties in with being dismissive I don't think I've always given a, someone a fair chance at defending their side of the story or like giving anybody even the time of day. Like there have been times where I just block people. I remember this, <laughs> you probably are thinking of the same um, thing between us. Is when we were playing this video game. It was like House of Ashes, like some interactive game together. And I forgot what happened, but like we got into an argument, and then you were going home. Then I actually didn't. Oh, yeah, I, I actually didn't want her to go home. I was like, no, in <laughs> we, we left on a bad note. So then I was like to daddy, or I think I called you. I'm not sure anymore. I was like, please, thank you, come back. And then I was setting a nice meal for her. Even though I don't remember this. I didn't want to directly apologise to her. But I I did make a nice big platter for her. Plumped up the seats. Do you remember what it was about? Do you remember what it was about? It was about Julio. Which, who's my ex? I'm nosy. Let's just get that She's nosy. I'm so nosy. And there had been... I had noticed that Penny wasn't entirely happy. And something had clearly happened. But I was being nosy and I pushed a boundary that Penny firmly put down, and I it kind of escalated over nothing, and yeah. we weren't great for the whole day. And then when I when it was time for me to go home, I was pretty much on the train home by this point yeah, on a train, was. and I think my dad called me back. My dad, da- it was dad that oh called it me. was dad. dad that called me sorry and was like, oh you know. Penny, the girls are asking for you to come back. A.K. Me, Penny's what asking you to come back, or the girls are asking you to come back. And I was like, oh, okay, oh my god, all right, fine, I'll go back. Because to be fair, it was only on the one train. It was it was close enough. And when I got there, I had seen this spread of food, and I was like, whoa, what's going on? We still weren't talking. Probably. We still weren't talking. But my dad was like, oh yeah, just Penny started laying this out, and I knew in my heart, I was like, okay, this is Penny trying to say sorry. And then in the end, I I was like, I am the confrontationer. confrontation up i'm the the person who actually brings confronts like i'll bring it up i feel so uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable that i was like okay penny i'm really sorry i pushed the boundaries and then she started crying and i started crying (laughs) and then it was all fine but i knew from there so yeah i can be quite isolated yeah goodbye i've done it before it's not nice you still have to be give people the time of day yeah so yeah should i move on to my next question go for it okay Wait, let me bring it out. Okay, well, since we're on the topic of relationships, I want to talk about how did you and your current boyfriend meet? Hey. And what did you think of him? <laughs> this story is going to make me look a bit mad still. Anywho. Yeah. So I, after failing my first year of college, of sixth form. Mom moved. was so upset. He can be upset. It? after <laughs> moving to the second college, it was City of Westminster, I had noticed a guy from across the way. Oh, the typical. The typical. I just knew that this person wasn't studying the same thing as me. Would often be on different levels. But from September to January. January is when I officially met my current partner. I had basically like just watched him from afar for ages. I can't tell. There a were stalker. there were a couple of times that i tried to like go up to him i'd walk like a couple of steps and walk back because i'd be so shy yeah and then like one of my friends was friends with that friend group i eventually made friends with that friend group too but one of my friends at the time was friends with that friend group and found out his name and i found and i thought he was arab i was like shut that down because of a previous relationship and then he i worked in the library he came to the library one day he was arab because they kept calling him khan and kwan so I was I didn't know it was, oh. I didn't know exactly and so it made it seem that like he was Arab. One day he came to the library, gave me his library card, and obviously I was a goner. I was blushing, blah blah blah. And I obviously he's not noticing your, me at all. Sniffed your fingertips. I didn't sniff it. my fingertips. Yes. And then I realised what his name is and I was like, oh my god, he's Latino. pucha Let's get into oh, it. Spark- and anyway, we ended up meeting really organically later down the line because his friend introduced us on a Friday. And Was there a spark or did it have to build up over time? No, nah, for me there was a spark straight away. I don't think I don't think one liked me like that straight away. Mm. I don't think so. I mean one day he can tell you, but I don't think he liked me straight away, but I liked him straight away. I was I'd had what about him? His personality. I don't know. His tall cool stallion heights. No, but he looked sexy in it. He was my type curly curly hair long curly hair looked like a bit of a pretty boy he had swagger you know one of my friends can tell you that because Janelle was there at the same time my first impressions of of Juan were he had swag and he looked nice and then when I found out that he was culturally from a different a diverse background that intrigued me as well but I'll be honest with you when it comes to friendships and relationships I've always been a vibe person so there doesn't have to be an explanation to why I'm. Oh, you just vibe with them. Just, I just like, straight away see you. There's an energy. That's what it was like with was my. Was he very serious? Because I view him as very, not monotone, but like a very serious guy. He's a serious person. Like he's so he's so goofy behind closed doors, but he looks like a. A serious guy or a teddy bear? He is a teddy bear. But look he looks so gushing, serious. Look gushing. Tell the audience how long you guys have been together. We've been together almost seven years now. And so that leads on to time. my other question, which is, how have you guys stayed together for so long? Because you're 24. That's People would say that's young, meaning you guys got together at roughly around 18. Yeah. And normally what I've been told is, oh, you guys are not going to last. Yada, yada, yada. You're still young. So how have you guys been, you know? Staying together. What's, what's your secret? I don't think there's a secret. I think that love is a choice. So I think you can feel for somebody, but I think, to me, love is a verb. It's a doing word. It's something you're constantly doing. And with Juan, I think Juan and I established that love isn't one day I feel for you and this is how we are. It's every single day you make the better choice of treating this person how you would like to be treated so it's him coming home to being greeted and being given kisses and cuddles it's love to him is me making him a packed lunch like i did this morning because he loves homemade food he loves my food and he loves your cooking he loves my cooking and so to go to work with that or i'll make him a valentine's Day gift and it makes him feel loved i think love languages is so important too and understanding that for both of us quality time is an important love language both of you quality time but my second one is touch and his second one is acts of service which is why he likes to be cooked for which is like uh, things like that i've gone to his workplace and dropped him off homemade food and he called me and he was like this is so beautiful thank you so much and uh, to me gifts and acts of service is not an important thing but to him that's how i make him feel loved and i think that's important it's every day you choose to love this person and you have to choose to make the right choices and 100 percent. and communication right? and trust standard oh, the standard one. standard so yeah, okay, should I move to my third question? Go for it. Okay, let me work it out. Since you said, oh, I love these transitions. Since you said <laughs> that you gave packed lunch for him at work, now we're gonna go to your work. What you work as? I'm not sure if you still work in the NHS. I've never worked in the NHS. Never worked. I've in the, never worked in the NHS. You have never. Oh, I thought you did. Oh, but it's, oh the, my, same oh it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You don't know. I don't know. But I got fired. You were fired. <laughs> Daddy is not going to be impressed. No, but we're not going to tell dad right now. Yeah, but he's going to watch the podcast. And when he watches the podcast, he'll find out. But we're not going to tell him right okay. now. Okay, tell the story. Wait, what? Which job? The fertility clinic. <gasps> what? Oh, that was a job, Why? Oh. think. Oh. One of the best things that happened to me. What? So my current job title is still a nurse. I still work part-time as a nurse. Yeah. And I make better money. To be I honest. did not know this. Yeah, I know you didn't know this. <laughs> Why are you giving a cheeky grin since so March? Huh? So you've been lying? Pretty much. <gasps> Sorry. I know transparency in that, but I just didn't feel comfortable with more with dad. Because he's going to be worried. Uh, so, uh, he's going to be like, we love you, but we love you." Daddy, I don't need it. Please. I'm already lying. Sometimes, sometimes I just want to vent. With no solutions. Sometimes i vent to him and he's like, how about you do A to B, B to and C? It. Dad, I just want you to be like, please. Nice. So, yeah, no, talk I just, about that. No, I just, didn't, I just didn't feel like... One, I've come to realise that, for dad at least, when he goes into that mode of like, no, oh, but look at the opportunity gone and blah, blah. And he like permeates the, the lack of success. And you're like, dad, please. Opportunities will always come. I have no responsibilities. <laughs> I don't currently want kids. Like, it's just... I've come to realise that when dad gets like that, it's because he's worried. And I didn't yeah, want him to worry because I'm not, I'm not even worried. That's what I say to him when he's talking about my grades because I went from being in A, basically an A-star student because I was getting, because I do AS levels. The highest you can get is A, not A-star. So I was going from A, 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 A E in maths. Sorry, sorry action. No reaction. No reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. E! <gasps> But But you know why. I know why, because I just didn't try on that time, because I just had no motivation. Our dad was very... He was very upset, and I was telling him, I know why I didn't do good. It doesn't mean I can't do good. So he asked... I remember this sentence. He asked me, are you not ashamed of yourself? And obviously... It's bad. It's bad to get an E, but I wasn't ashamed of myself because that's not a reflection of me. That was that E was never me a spot. And, so and I told him. You're so slow. And I told him. And I told my. I told our dad. No, like I'm not upset about this. It has not affected me at all because I know next time I'm gonna get an A. I'm still gonna be getting those A's. It was just one drop off one outlier. I, and yeah, I think I we just well not we. I mean I just worried him a lot, and I he's very educationally based oriented yeah but that's why that's why when I got fired of course I'll tell you more about it later down the line but I can solidly tell you that it was one of the best things that happened to me and it's given me the opportunity to do everything that I'm doing now was a messy like fire I I wouldn't say that it was a messy firing but if I tell you the story I'm not crazy I was fired wrongly and it's fine because I wasn't happy there in the two months that I was there I realized that this is not what I want to be doing anyway and I've told you, like, I'm trying to do the content creation bag. And I think creatively, that's where I want to go down anyway. But if I was working a nine to five like that, I wouldn't be giving it It's a not even a yet. nine to five, to be honest. It wasn't even a nine to five. Exactly. exactly. They, they work, you guys work way too much for... At, oh Penny, when I tell you all about it, it's going to be mad. You're going to hear. You know what? Next time we're on here, we can talk about it. Yeah. Like the medicine sector, because when we're all, I'm doing A levels right now, and we're all trying to decide what job career we want to do. In my school, medicine is like a big thing that like most of the students there choose medicine, and it started off with like imagine there's like a hundred people in a year, a hundred ten, I think, fifty of them are medicine, which is quite a lot if you consider literally the broads like all the subjects. Right now, it's gone down to fourteen. Most people don't want to do medicine anymore in this country because it's simply not worth it. Eight years, no, six years, then two years. Yeah, because I told you, isn't it? do you remember when I told you that? And yeah. you are like, eight years. I was like, yeah, and eight, not, years. And then eight, eight years. It's eight years. And then it doesn't even stop from there. I no. love that you have to keep doing tests every single year. Yes. And when if you, you want to specialise, it's another... And I'm saying, in this country, I feel like it's not worth it. The pay initially and the amount of hours of work you do is not that good no. for putting in eight extra years of What's it called? Studying, studying. Oh, sorry, I forgot <laughs> the for a sec. <laughs> Of academic it's not study. Perfect. So every no, time no, I look I at please. a medicine student, I'm like, how you, how have you not gone insane? No. I Why know. is your eye not twitching right now? Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm te- so, so. But do you still want to be a ass? No. Really? Not for me. That's what I'm scared of. I'm scared of choosing a degree, spending money on it, and then finding out how it's like and being absolutely like, no.
1: Well, at, at least, least you're doing way. it now. What well, if least- it is that way?
0: I don't. What if, what, no, no. You have t- to move t-t-s. on. You have to move on. It's not like you stay there. But like, at least you're doing it. It's better when you're younger. Not like when you have put ten years down in the work and, and. no, but what? And even if that happens, Penelope. What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? You just have a new career. You find something else. Yeah, but it's the thing of starting over again. Maybe you Why need is more energy because you have to spend money. You have to do more studying. Money, I feel like money will be found. Like, it's fine. I, especially, I understood that telling dad would make him worried because my mom kind of was worried. I know, I could see how if I If my mom was worried, imagine dad, dad would be in the grief. And she was worried. And so I decided, I was like, I'm going to make an executive decision. <laughs> executive decision. <dad." laughs> and I'm not going to tell my dad. Not because I don't want him to know I love him, but he's going to worry. And I don't need that worry because I'm not worried. Like, yes. there are other opportunities to be had. I tried nursing. I gave my all. Listen, in terms of life, yeah, I did everything I was supposed to do. I went to uni. I didn't do drugs. I didn't, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have any crazy vices apart from food and, you know, weight. I have a stable and really nice relationship. I have such good friendships. I have money in my account. I have money saved. Oh, money saved. I have a skill. I have a degree, so if I need a job tomorrow, I can get one. There are other things that I'm trained and qualified in. I did the TEFL that you people know about now. There are other qualifications I'm doing. If life is about sustaining it, being happy, and having enough money to survive, then money I will find. So that's why I was very much like, this doesn't worry me. What was your worst scenario in work? Like, when you were working for patients, were patients quite rude to you? Or were they fine? was it your co-workers who were rude i wouldn't say like just the environment in this job that i got let go from no just like no general your experience of it you're overworked and it's not as fulfilling as i thought it would be to be honest with you and does it fulfill the need to help people because you know what i never wanted to go down the medicine route because i never really felt that passion to help people and especially since we are people of color and normally they're treated quite badly in the NHS. Because I, if I did medicine, I probably would have gone to work in the NHS. It's not worth it. I don't want to save someone's life for them to be like. no, ah. no, I just don't want to face their criticisms after I've saved and worked hard just to save their life. And that's why I feel like I'm not. I'm not good in that field. I don't I have that think passion. You have to have. That's patience. why not even patience. That's why I wanted to do it. I wanted to help people, and I thought that nursing would be the way in that w- in which it would manifest in a good way. It didn't, and that's okay. To do nursing, though, I feel like there has to be an undercurrent of wanting to help people, and if you don't have it, don't waste your time doing it, because you're not going to want to. It's already hard enough looking after people and giving your all and burning all of your candle to do that, if you didn't want to do it to begin with, so yeah. No, it's not for me. I want to do something completely different now. Do you know what? You said the creative side, but is there any specific jobs or, or is it just a like creator. everywhere? I want to be a content creator and look towards marketing. To yeah. Really? Yeah. That's gonna be difficult. It very what are you doing? I right did now? nursing though. There's no Okay. There is okay. no bigger challenge okay. to me at this point in time than nursing and that degree and that dissertation that I had to do. Check out my YouTube for the dissertation video, by the way, because cool. it was mad. Self-promote club. <laughs> Okay, so my next question is, yeah, you do, you take you take over, Rand. Right I'll take over for you for a second. All take right, so over. My questions for you are they go back to talking about siblings now? We yeah, yeah. yeah. Life. The theme was meant to be siblings. I kind of went off track. No, that's okay. So, what was it like having a sister that couldn't be that couldn't always be around? I'm not gonna lie. Back back in the days, back in the trenches, Oops. it was tense. It was tense in the house. I was always like, oh, I needed like a guardian angel. I felt like I was very stressed younger and like me and my little sister, our little sister i don't know why i said my we always viewed you as this angel oh. descending onto earth here to save us oh, especially God. since you were like seven years older you were like our leader oh. our, our trooper <laughs> we were we were lined Please. up behind you ready to die for you we were like yes yes i'm so curious about that. i definitely that because the house was tense and i remember this key moment in my head is that when anything Happened, you were all like you. I don't know how you did it. You always spawned, like you were always just there. Yeah, you always spawned. Like when there was a tough time, you were just there for us, no matter how, like, how long, how far you lived, how what you were doing at the time. You were just always there for us. And and I feel like that then I started resembling you to like Guardian Angel. And I'm pretty sure Nena does the same. We both view you very highly. Oh, that's mad so what that, was, that's so all she has to say that's, that's mad nuts. but so what was it like then when i couldn't be around and all the fact that i wasn't always it around. was up to me <laughs> i was the oldest sibling because basically when you were not you weren't there yeah your responsibility transferred over to me to so i had to be i had to be the older sibling and it's actually very stressful because when i'm we, glad you're aware because <laughs> when we we're all growing up yeah we can both agree that our father went a lot harsher on us than, than our, oh. our younger siblings. She didn't, couldn't even have YouTube till I, was, till I was 10 years old. I could not play, when I was 15, I could not play 16 plus games. This little girl, is she gets away 18... with everything. It was mad. You know, some one day she said something, she back chatted dad and he did, like, it was like, like work, no reaction. He didn't even react. And I was like, if it was Penny, she would have gone conked. If it was me, I might've even got the stick. No, I swear but what? just no reaction that. I don't know why they, they go from soft. harsh to... That's soft soft. I love you, dad, but you're soft now. Yeah, like, soft. soft. I, I like it. I'm not complaining, daddy. I'm not complaining. <laughs> don't go back to your old days. But um, he was just... But I understood. I understand now that it was very much... I, ha- I had... He had to be harsh. Two, with I was, two different baby mums. One of them's not always here. He... Dad... Really instilled education in us. He was really a protector and a provider, and I can imagine like him feeling out of control and wanting to instill all these life life lessons over three kids and then one that's not here. And then when you were growing up, he used to work like a lot, be out of the home a lot. Yeah, yeah, he used to work from like eight till seven, come home at eight because the drive was long. Yeah, so he was literally out the whole day. Yeah, and I I I barely see him. Could imagine in his head what that must have been like. So yeah, because he was stressed at home, he was like, "Are they being educated properly?" Are they being learnt life lessons? Are they, are they being taught? Are, are they, they being sophisticated taught, ladies? So. Sophisticated ladies at seven years old. Well, so yeah, so I I get it. Oh oh, it's true. Oh. But like being the older sibling, the responsibility responsibilities. I remember we would like go outside and I have to look after Nana. I have to be. Oh I know it. I know it seems like a oh, obviously, but it's to not to because that. you're still a kid too. And I remember this time. <laughs> I remember this time me and um, Nena were fighting over the iPad and I snatched it and then she snatched it back and it like... Whacked you in the face. No, no, it whacked her in the face oh. and created like a massive scar. Father was so angry. He, he he was like, get outside and go buy her plasters. I got outside. Oh, yeah. I got outside. I, I had no money. That. Do you want me to rob boots to go get plasters for her head? Yeah, he, to sent my he sent me out with no money, so I was pacing on the high street with my little sibling, because he kicked her out as well. Minish, you know, he kicked her out as well. So it's us two tension because we like I just hurt her. Oh, you had to take her. Yeah, to take, you didn't tell me this part. I had to take her. She was with me, and then I was like, Oh no, what do I do? <laughs> and then Dad's does it. I want to teach them a Listen, you're gonna go source these plasters because you hurt her. I could just imagine that. I am, so I'm funny. so thankful that. Um, my mum was working on that day because so she was the library. Yeah, she went. She went to go buy plasters for my little sister. When you wish me and Nena were there, or maybe always. not because you guys are a like, you're older. No, always. I always wish you were around. Really? Yeah. You don't get sick of us. No. I know you do. Shush. No, I don't. Like I said, oh, you get on my nerves. You get on my fucking nerves, uh, especially, <laughs> especially lately. Nena's just been confident in the way she talks. So much gumption, and sometimes I have to be like, Nena, you're not even right though shut up and then you you can be so annoying when you talk about stuff and you close your mind but i miss you guys all the time like i noticed that more as i got older um because it's I'll cool to them. have siblings i don't know how people without siblings do it because if i didn't obviously they're used to it because they've never had a sibling but if i was alone i would just i feel like i would just be so miserable if i had the experience of being with you guys and now i'm just like completely alone for some circumstance but i think that's it's, I feel like it's different for us because I, I think we all actually like each other. Yeah. I feel, I feel I, like there are siblings out there that don't like each other. I know, I that's like crazy it. to <laughs> me. That's crazy to me that some people are out there siblings and they just generally don't like each other. Because yeah. I, I don't I don't know why I feel like that's just... I feel like everyone should just get along, but obviously everyone's got different family circumstances which makes them hate each other. I've just never felt that no, way. I and I don't think else. I could ever feel that way against a sibling. Like, if you killed my dog I don't know I would be my dog I would be livid I would be so angry at could you I should forgive you but later on I think I could forgive you yeah I wouldn't hate you forever. it well, I think but I Just do send you to prison six months you can do your time send you to prison you know but no so I, I miss you guys all the time. there isn't a moment I just always miss you guys. Sometimes I'm like I just want to invite them over. I wish I wish we lived closer because an hour 45 minutes. 45. I it te- this is why when you guys are always getting on me for being late. She's so late. One Her hour and a half boy. to one. The biggest thing is yes. that she's always late. She says she'll Long. be here at 3, she's here at 6. And then it literally is it's, it's cuz you guys live so far away. Honestly, it's a trek. So I always miss you guys. There's not a moment that I don't want you around. I like living I like being alone, but I don't like not being without you guys. Oh, Sorry. Uh, but that takes me onto the question that you said you want to move, you want to leave the country. So technically, you'll be even farther away from us when you yeah. know you know what? The what you, what's is? your opinion on that? Do you feel like we should leave? Because Nena was talking about how she doesn't, she wants to leave the country as well when she's well, like older Nena, yes, Nena. Okay, exactly. Damn, this is me. I was this. like, I was like, <laughs> But I get it. I spoke but- about this in the la- my last episode that I I don't always feel like London is home. And sometimes I feel like the opportunities opportunities here are there, but in terms of quality of life, I just don't feel like it's in proportion so, to the cost of life. Yeah. But that being said, I know I've noticed as me and Juan have gotten older, we still want to leave, but we're less inclined to do so because we have you, his brother, and Nena. Yeah, and we there's that's less the, the family that we, like, it's so much easier to do every anything when you've got your family around. Yeah. When you're by yourself, let's take our parents, because they're actually all immigrants. Um, it's so much harder being alone. You don't have any emotional support system. Like, yeah, friends are there, but they're not guaranteed. Your family will always stick by you. Like, I can't... I can obviously disown you, but, like, by blood, you are always going to be my sibling. Yeah. And... I felt I felt like a bit sad when you told me that you were leaving, and I was like, oh, "I don't want her to, to leave. leave. I don't want her to leave. No." And I I think even if I did leave, I don't know if it would be for life. London is still Juan and I's home, like even though he even though he wasn't born here, it's always going to be our home. And I think it would take a lot to for us to leave you guys permanently. Yeah, unless so I see you to together as my own. But what, what were your options? Where do you think you were going to go live? I don't know why he keeps looking at Australia, but I'm not going to Australia. Australia? Uh, I've, I've seen the snakes and toilet. In I've the decided that Australia's too far. It's too far for me. What I would say is probably maybe Spain. Spain. US of A. US of A? <laughs> yeah. US of A. Um, maybe. Oh, I thought you said... <laughs> especially in terms of content creation, if this is the road that I go down, then yeah, US of A is a good place to go. Like, you pronounce it so weirdly. US of A. USA. Oh. U S of A. Because it's technically of A. Okay. Wherever. States of America. Anyway. Yeah, that would be very good for your the career you want to pursue right now. So about that being said, I can do this from anywhere. Yeah. Fairs. So it'd be up to one. But I don't True. think we'd leave you guys for I very feel long. like my is very restricted. I feel like you're trilingual. Very lucky. I'm monolingual. I don't <laughs> even know I don't, I don't know what the term is. Monolingual? Um <sighs> I feel like... And I have really bad eczema. My, my skin is awful. I get creams regularly from the NHS and I have to apply them because my eczema is very severe on my arms. Hence why I never bloody show, show them. I feel like if I had to go to a country, there needs to be a free healthcare system. Like an English-speaking country. Like... I know I can I know learn you the wouldn't language, you too lazy to learn languages. I'm so lazy, sorry, Penny. I'm sorry, country. I'm sorry, world. And also I can't survive in the heat. I, I blow up like a puff of I have really like I'm allergic to sun cream. I- sorry, it's just that I every time every time I remember that you're allergic to the sun, I picture that picture of you in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> and she quite literally looks like a puff of I had to walk through the airport. Like People that. were staring yeah. at me. You got mad. But anyway, yeah. I can't go to a hot country. England is nice, cold, and miserable. So this is my place to be. Probably. Cold and miserable. For it's now. For now. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. I, I think you've kind of touched upon it. I but... can touch it again. What, really? what was? What's one thing you find difficult about being the middle sibling? Everything just goes on me. What, get, what, what are you order? talking about? I get treated. I get treated the worst. What, what are you all on about? Yeah, 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 Your older siblings can shush. Us middle siblings are treated the worst. But why do you I, I, I. The younger sibling is liked by all. Everyone likes them. The older sibling is the older sibling. It's What's the, the firstborn, so they're the most like, oh, firstborn. Then you just got the middle one there, just like... We're just there. We. I feel like, because of my personality, I do not have many responsibilities, because I... Oh, yeah. We're aware rude um <laughs> i don't have many responsibilities but i still feel like there is not a high expectation but i feel like sometimes i'm treated different to you guys In i don't know sense. how i don't know how i just know, mentally maybe because i'm a bit guys i lack like a bit of brain cells i'm a bit few brain cells behind i'm so finished no it's not that you like brain cells you're I'll they say i don't have house. common sense yeah penny don't have no common sense and but actually it feels sometimes like you just live in the clouds <laughs> in the best way with love yeah but Pelly just lives in another world sometimes and you're like okay come back down yeah I'm rational thought hundred percent bang bang common t- spot it right there Oof. <laughs> but I, I like common sense so when there's like instructions I need I need someone to tell me instructions if you tell me go to the shop and you have to buy red food i need instructions of what red food to buy how to get to that shop a to b basically i just i i need instructions i need someone to help me sometimes because i can't i can't think i can't think by myself i struggle i generally do and especially in school my teachers are like oh just do this you can just do this i'm like oh, where's the methods where's the methods <laughs> that where's the how, how to how, how to i, I don't they just i get that though. people just expect me to do it but I don't know how to do it. So then I'm just like, oh, I crush their dreams and reality because I don't know how to do it. No, yeah, it's fine though. But I do feel, I don't I don't know how to describe it, but the middle child is always treated the worst. Not quite sure I agree, but <laughs> I agree. it's all right. How are you treated the worst then? I just think I got a lot of responsibilities and actually my saving okay. grace was that I got first class. So dad, don't worry about me no more. Uh, that, that's true. That doesn't worry about hey, me anymore. University, once you get first class, you're done. I'm finished. You're done. So I, You're done for life. But I have responsibilities in that I always feel like, I feel like the moderator. No,
1: moderator. I feel like the mediator.
0: Mediator? I sometimes feel like a mediator. I'm the middle one. No, so I should mediator. Be. No, Penny, do you know we, mediator? Mediator is like when you mediate a conversation. Yeah, that's like, a really bad definition. So when you and dad fight, I'm like in the middle. Yeah, I know what it means. Okay, just checking. Okay. But I feel like as the older one, I mediate. I take on a bit more financial responsibility. I took on more academic responsibility. That's true. She I did She more. did way more. You lived by yourself when you were... 18. 16. Okay, 18. I don't know why you think you're 16. Yeah, I think in my you've head said it it's 16. Before. I don't know why. So my timeline's messed up. You've lived by yourself. I've, you've worked by yourself. You've got... So I did. I so once I did that. all of those things, I was like, Dad can't come for me no more. I did everything I was supposed to do. Even failed her A-levels a- twice. A- Twice, and then but then I realized still got no. But then you know, yeah, exactly. But then I realized that (laughs) yeah, exactly. Exams wasn't exams really weren't for me. I loved doing the BTEC, but not because it's easier, but it was just coursework based. So I chose the deadline. I was very much in control of what I was doing. You strive for more, and personally, I feel like I returned retained a lot more information from the coursework that I had to do than all the exams that I spent reading. And I loved psychology. But I still, I did okay. I think I got a C. So, which is not great. I did, I passed. But I liked psychology and I found (laughs) it hard. You're just constantly trying to memorize and retain information. C is not okay in the Nigerian household terms. It's only a star. A star. A star. A star only. Which brings me to. Oh, you have another question. I thought you only did two. I've got three. Oh, you've got three. Okay. What's one thing you wish would have been different growing up?
1: I mean, anything. you're not grown up yet, but anything. growing up.
0: Anything. 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 Oh, the easiest one is money. Money. I f- <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? That is such a valid you want to live. No, it's just that c- growing up, I could see that our parents were really... well not, They, they were, were conscious about money. Yeah, they were very conscious about money because of the lack of it. They didn't really have that much. And coming from... Like, they were immigrants. I don't know if that's still the term. Is migrants. The term? Migrants. Yeah, migrants. They were migrants. And it's a lot harder. You're not really settled in this country. You're mm-hmm. new. You need to get your bearings around. So money was really a big, you know, deciding factor between, like, things. Although we, we weren't, like, poor, poor. But we weren't, like, really well off. Especially when it comes to my mum. She's very bad at money management. I'm so sorry, mum. So sorry if you ever watch this, but um, it, she doesn't. I feel like personally she doesn't really have priorities. Like we're not rich, so sometimes she'll buy like the more expensive food and then forget out the necessities like bread, eggs, milk, you know, just stuff like that. But she'll buy like quiche, or <laughs> Your mom loves a quiche. <laughs> like just there, there has to be like strict. I don't know how to explain it. There needs to be boundaries and restrictions. In yes, terms when it comes of, to of money, financial literacy. How, I get that. Yeah, how much you should be spending. Like, if you don't have that much, you shouldn't don't be buying money. a Gucci bag. You should be putting your. Her mom doesn't buy Gucci bags. No, no, that was that, that, that was an example. She doesn't do that. Yeah, money growing up, and <clears throat> it was very. It took a toll because I could see that my parents were always stressed about it, and I still. I feel like that reflected on me, right? Like I'm very. I would say money conscious, although I do like to spend my money because of the excuse I'm still young. 17 i don't really have adult responsibilities yet so i can afford to spend a little bit more when it comes to especially for my mum, because our dad is very money savvy he he's yeah, fine i that's so so he, money savvy he paid, off of his student, he paid off his student loans like yeah. i don't know time. how he did that with three kids and i just and supported a household for a really long time i don't know how dad did that but i understand what you mean because sometimes i i feel similarly about my mum, and i think that's one thing i always worry about you because any time that I go to spend money, like, oh my God, but that's so much. And I'm yeah. Like, it just you- scares me spending a lot of money because it's just like, oh, we could just take the cheaper option. But you have to always look at the value above the, the price. So we I went know, to I'm the- still trying to fix on that. Try to correct. It's it. hard though. I get it because you, I, I do remember, I didn't even live with you guys and I just remember feeling very conscious about money often. And I, I think they do they did a great job hold, maintaining a household. It's not that they were poor. They were just very conscious of money. And, Sometimes I see it because I might buy makeup for Penny or some, I'll buy food or makeup for Penny and Penny's like, no, but that's so expensive. And it might be like 15 pounds worth of food. And I'm like, no Penny, it's not expensive because you need to eat. So yeah. I mean, in the context I could spend a little less, but I'm not going to worry about the amount of money I spend on food. Like you need to eat. That's true. I just, like if we I just, go out, I just struggle on that. Which I, I completely understand. I, struggle. I think I sometimes. I need the cheaper option. I dismiss it because I'm like, as long as she sees me chop my money, I like chopping my money on good, on good stuff, what? then I'm all right. I know that you'll see it and you'll take that in sometimes. But there's always a line. Sometimes I spend a little bit too, uh, too much. Sometimes I spend it when it's not necessary. But there are other things that I'm like, well, I don't spend any money on. I don't spend crazy amounts of money on alcohol. I don't buy weed I don't smoke you know. like stuff that's bad for you yeah just like I don't stuff that you like just like like I like and that is worth it yeah you know? yeah you see value the way she taught me was because we both work how many hours you have to work to get that thing so now that that's what I do in my head when I'm How buying many stuff. I you am you getting to work. a Big Mac meal. Yeah, McDonald's meal, which is what like they've they've increased the price all yeah, oh my days. Apple pie used to be 99p. Now it's £1.59. 59! Scam. Sorry. Scam. I used to be like I remember 129 nine. Fifty 59, 59. 59 an hour. Like inflation, inflation, cost of living. On, crisis, um, costly lives. And the the large meal is like seven pounds something now. I just think that's literally one hour's worth of work and so you have to be conscious of that i yeah. get that i'm always conscious i when i buy new bras it costs me two hours of work bras, oh, bras are so bras expensive no but are expensive, number. Marks expensive they carry you good too. you know what that comes to the subject which kind of peeves me is why are pads so expensive yes yes in my and eyes and the joke is they're eyes, not even good for you they're not pads are so expensive like i'm going to co-op and buying the 65p ones now that barely stick and they just they literally just fall off because that's they not my off. thing that you need you need yes. a stick yeah, but they're really expensive for one body packet form. To, huh? body form baby huh? what's that body form is a brand oh okay <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realise what she was laughing about but to be fair I try to, okay. to use copper tampons like 2 now. pound 3 pounds and always always is so expensive yeah and I get discount and in boots you get a discount I get a percent student discount in boots shut up because I'm not really a student anymore but <laughs> Okay, so this is kind of not as personal to us, but I've kind of noticed, because I feel like maybe we've both had lonely stages, is that after school, after studying, I've I've found online that it's very hard to make friends. Do you agree with that? I disagree. You you disagree? Actually. I see so many adults saying it's very hard to make friends, get a relationship, blah, 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 when you're outside of school. One thing I will say is that, like, you know, when I told you about vibes, I have a very unconventional way of making friends. If I see someone that I've met in like a random place and I like their vibe, I'll invite them out on a date. Really? That's how Just literally, if, That's how I met. That's two of my, fr- two of the friends I have right now, I did that. Like I went up to her, one of the girls I used to work with at my old workplace Grind. I went up to her and I said, you Lovely know what? Taste. I feel like we have a vibe. Do you want to come out on a date with me? Like a friend date. And like we got coffee and then from there, it's been amazing. Really? yeah and then i met one of her friends and i took that friend out for a date and amazing you're lucky but do you think do you think that <clears throat> that people are more disconnected although we do have the online the internet so we're actually more connected it's kind of ju- i'm juxtapositioning it but um we ha- we can connect online talk to people online but like i feel like sometimes online friendships will never face they will never compete with actual real life like friends and i feel like but they, you can make it real i this if they is, live across in like in bloody australia we no. can all make that real well you could well you could, you could I'm go, with, go to not right now for you but one thing i will say is i value connections so highly that i think for me it's been easy to make friends because i'm very quick to to want to dive deep and get to and really really get to know someone and i sometimes think that a lot of friendships Keep, keep A surface level. Uh, can, you can keep it surface level and I can't do that. I haven't been able to do that with any of my friendships. I can't keep it surface level. I think that's probably one of my bad things that for me it always has to be oh, quite deep. Bad. I mean, not bad, but it can be exhausting. I feel like I do have surface level friends. I can't but do I feel that. Like, I feel like I'm very blunt in the sense of I'll be like, I need a shit. I need a pee. I don't curious. think there's anything wrong with that. But I I, I sometimes I dive to quickly too deep into a friendship and i realized that there's actually stages it's like acquaintance friend good friend best friend and That's i always it. and i always skip from acquaintance to like good friend like i'm already treating them like oh you're my my good friend what? yay <laughs> how are you today but like i just but i I, do forget, that, I forget there's boundaries and i can tell sometimes when i'm talking to people and i'm just like telling them like a story about my life it's not necessarily that deep but it's like more personal to me They're, like um, no, then, no, 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 I think that that's that person, but yeah. I've had the friends that I've made, you go deep quite quickly, and it's okay, like if you're compatible, it's fine. but I can appreciate that for other people, it's hard to make friends. Mm. I've felt lonely before, but I think when when you deep dive into intimate connections, it's definitely easier. Just put it all out on the table, just get transparent, real and raw. I just you can't think, beat that yeah, I just think it's the confidence to actually go up to someone and, and do cause that. that's what I struggle with. Do you know why Because you'll survive. You'll survive. The worst thing that can happen is that you over yeah, you, you overshare and you get rejected. But that's, that's literally scary. the worst thing that's gonna happen. That's scary. You're not gonna die. Yeah, but that's scary if you overshare. Absolutely you scary. I you? get scared, but you just you're gonna survive. What that are you, a bad animal. bee? What are you? Bad what am I, the baddest bee? Oh, so. she's the baddest bee. I'm just bad bee. No, you're the baddest. Bee. <laughs> but I I I get that it's a risk, but you have to take that. You can't have. You can't have the good without the bad. You can't have rain. Sorry, you can't have a rainbow without rain. I want to go on to my next subject. Go for it. Racism. That's a deep, hot topic. Because the way I say it, the reason why I said that was because I remember I went to my mom's country. My mom. Oh yeah. My mom is white. Um, and <laughs> I mean, I feel like they could have guessed. They probably could have guessed. Could have guessed. Um, um, but I went to my mom's country when I was younger, and I remember I was just walking around with my little sister and my cousin. And I walked past these group of boys, and they started, going, they started calling me the N-word and doing monkey sounds and thingies. And I felt very embarrassed, because although I didn't really know what the N-word meant... Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait. They were doing monkey noises as well? Yeah. No one told me any of this. They were just... They were saying the N-word and doing monkey noises. It I've, was heard, like group, I've heard about the N-word. They, they were like a group of skater boys, and they were older than me. But I didn't think, you say they were your cousin's friends? No, no, no. They were just separate. They were completely separate. Your mum said that it was your cousin's friends. And I remember being told that. I don't know how... Because I remember my cousin afterwards got really embarrassed and he said that... As he should. And he's... No, no, no. He (laughs) got embarrassed being with us. Oh? He got embarrassed being with us. I feel like I've received half of the story. Tell me this story. Okay, I'm saying the story. I'll restart from the beginning. So I'm about, like, 9, 10, 11, this age range. And I'm walking down with my cousin and my little sister, just remember it's like a beach area just a path and then we come across and there's like the skating area and there was like i don't know i feel in my head they feel like older teens that, but they were probably just a couple years older than yes. us yes and i remember as soon as they saw me and my little sister they started saying the n word to us over and over again and doing some of them were doing monkey noises like there's gestures knew what they were saying they, of course they knew what they, they, were, knew saying. What they were saying they were saying they knew what they were saying and then i i didn't really understand I kind of got flustered a bit embarrassed I like, don't even know what it means yeah but I just I just walked off with my um little yes sister and later on my cousin got really embarrassed and he he's younger than us so maybe he didn't really quite understand because in that country there's literally no black people at all their population's 1 million there is 0.0% there's literally no black people at all so maybe he he wasn't very educated on it I don't really blame him anymore of course at the time i felt super shit i was like but i don't really there's no point me holding a grudge against him but yeah. he did he did say that he was embarrassed to be seen with us because we had a different skin color come on it was literally like what 20, 20 something 2010s come i'll on. be honest with you i've never i, I spoke about it in the last episode but i yeah have never really like that my mom was really protective of me like i didn't even when we went to Italy and stuff like that, when we were in her town, I never really got treated badly. Like, people knew who I was because I'm la figlia di Linda or mi of Cochetta, like my granddad. And they knew who my mom was because it was a small enough town. I just never... Even my hair, like, they were like, oh, you are so beautiful, your skin colour's so nice No, they and did say time. that in the country. It was just, like, those couple of teenage I never got... Like, boys. I just never... I have never had instances where someone's made fun of me for my skin colour or called me the N-word or anything like that. In your whole entire life? Yeah, I don't think so. I'm trying to Luckily. think on it now, but I, there are no moments that stand out to me. That's because that we're progressing. There are no moments that stand out to me that I've been treated badly, especially in Italy. There's only one moment that stands out to me and I was with dad, but they weren't targeting me, they were targeting dad, so... What did they say? They called him the N-word. We were in the car ah. and we were driving home and I was quite young. I didn't know what the word meant yet. Yeah. And someone road rage or whatever they called dad the n-word really and he got really upset but i think upset and a little embarrassed that he was called that in front of me because he then started to say did you hear what that person said and i genuinely didn't hear what they said (laughs) and he was like they said a very nasty word that people use against black people and i mean now i know what the word was but at the time i didn't and did he He tell you the word or did he i don't think he i don't remember being told the word by him but i'm sure dad had a really hard time navigating as a nigerian here and being black yeah. but i can't tell you that i have faced the well obviously you haven't have you're faced not such outright discrimination of course there have been instances where people see me get angry and they're like angry black girl and i'm like i'm 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 half i'm not even sometimes people use that half and be like well she's full black and i'm like no actually i have a after we have to navigate a different yeah, world yeah i've even. noticed that with mixed children People just see... They just label them black. I mean, like... like Because we are in it. You can't miss we the afro. You yeah, can't we, miss the skin look, tone, You can't miss But the thing is, it. we're mixed. Yeah. Like, that's what we We carry can't. two worlds. We car- yeah, we carry two worlds. Like, white and black. I'm not just a black person. I am a mixed person. Yeah. I experience both... Well, huh, I experience the black side a little bit more because that's how people perceive, perceive me. Us. More. Yeah. but If I'm wearing a hairstyle that's not my afro, let's say I was wearing... I don't know um a wig straight head I look a bit more racially ambi- ambiguous. Do you feel like you get treated a lot differently then? Yes. Really? Yeah. really? No 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 no. By that I say how I see myself and like not how I see myself me compared to black girls, like in school, I can see how I'm treated differently. As a, as a mixed person. yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I always know Because of that. colorism. Yes. Yeah. And it's not predominantly from other races. It's within the black community itself. But you feel I, treated, like, that you're treated differently. No, in the sense that I'm treated better. The black girls are treated worse. That's and nice. that's, and I remember sitting next to my friends and this black boy came up to her and said, why is your hair not done? Or her hair was done. Eh? But. Exactly. Yes, a ready. Men have audacity, and we and we basically had the same hairstyle. Why should she have a different standard to I? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. can't you see that your your blatant colorism, just treating someone who's darker than me, worse off? That it makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't. I've sense definitely sense. seen the difference at how people treat darker-skinned women compared to lighter-skinned women. And it's not fucking nice at all. No, I've seen nice. I've seen it in moments, and I've noticed it in cer- like sometimes, and it's so. It's so upsetting. It's, it's like so it's oppolyte. like micro. It's like it's a microaggression. Yeah, someone will say a little comment, and it's just like why and it just throws that? you off and like, Why are you saying that? Or yeah. why or some I've had aunties come up to me before and go, Ah, oh, your skin is so nice and nice and light. I'm like, but auntie, that's not a good or a bad thing. It's just the colour of my skin yeah. and I would There's hate no need to shame, because you're just putting like, doubts into that little... I'm assuming it was, like, children around or... Even just adults. Like, we don't, like, it doesn't even need... I don't really understand that... Well, I understand on a logical... Not on a logical basis. I understand... The reason... On a... Col, on a, a lo- colonial. Colonial basis why it exists. But I don't understand it why in the community th- that it still exists it shouldn't. Like, yeah. we're a community of black know. mixed people. And I happen to... We happen to move in the world on the edges of both and not... And yeah, Yeah, I don't get it. All communities as well. The Asian community suffers with colorism. Black community uh, suffers with colorism. Um, aside from the thing, aside from the colorism point, um, one thing that another comment stuck out to me was that this another this other black boy came up to me, and he said to me, "Why don't you change your hairstyle? uh, Hairstyle every day?" And But the thing, the reason that got to me was I normally just wear my hair, like I will just wear one hairstyle for the whole week and there'll be girls with straight hair and they'll just just have it down. And it's okay for them, right? It's okay for... Every single time they've not changed it up. But for some reason I need to change up my hair every single day. His expectation was just to... I, I don't know where he was going with that. I just looked at him and I was like... Yeah, okay. But no. Um, I wouldn't say I would say that I've had it's been a real privilege that I haven't undergone so much blatant racism or any blatant racism. It's always been quite micro which I can like I can I can deal with that and I'm not someone that's going to I I don't mind confronting someone but unless it's something serious like I've not gotten a job because of it then like <laughs> I, what can I can't fight everything. I can't yeah. fight everyone like so it's fine. Yeah. Do you have any questions? I've done all my questions. I've done all my questions as well. Yeah. I thought we were going to get deeper than this, you know. You thought we were going to get deeper. I thought we were going to get a lot deeper. I don't know what I was expecting. I was like, maybe we're going to cry. Maybe it's going to be sad. I don't know. But maybe that'll be for next episode. That'll be for another episode if uh, my honoured guest does join me for another one. I would. Would you come back? Yeah, if I get food. <laughs> You're going to get food anyway, Penny. I'm starving right now. Oh I'm God. starving. My mouth is dry. No water this whole, I don't know how long it's been. Do you know what will happen? Well, you'll survive. Oh my God. It's <laughs> literally so- her catchphrase. Oh, honestly. Thank you so, so much for joining me, your host, NKEM, on the Dear Body Speed podcast, and my privileged and honored guest <laughs> with your name. Oh, Penny! Oh. <laughs> if you want to send in some confessions, maybe some questions, or you want to ask us some more stuff, there's a topic that you wanted us to dive into more. You can send in your information and your questions, confessions and whatnot to contact at dbbpodcast.com. That's contact contact (laughs) at dbbpodcast.com. Please follow and subscribe. Click Uh, that notification button. Thank you so much for joining us and I will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.